Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On the heels of Alabama's 40-17 to 17 win Saturday night at Mississippi State, it's time for Second Watch on the YouTube and podcast homes for BamaOnline.com. Travis Schreier, senior analyst for BOL, following Alabama's 16th straight win over the Bulldogs in a series that, as we know, with Texas and Oklahoma entering the SEC for the 2024 season, not going to be the consistent presence that it's been for so many years among SEC opponents. Really, on Saturday, you had Auburn and Georgia, the South's oldest rivalry, and then also later in the evening, you had Alabama and Mississippi State. And we'll get into this matchup. We'll go through some important sequences and some maybe that flew under the radar a little bit as well. And we'll start right here in the first quarter with Mississippi State backed up thanks to a James Burnett punt in the first quarter that traveled 67 yards. Once again, James Burnett continues to have a stellar junior campaign. Alabama defense able to get off the field early, and so we'll roll it here as State prepares to punt. Alabama is in return mode, and it's a decent punt. Here comes Kool-Aid McKinstry, doesn't call the fair catch. Very fortunate here that Alabama and McKinstry come back up with the football because State simultaneous, as you'll see here, to the catch. There is the contact made. The ball goes through Kool-Aid's legs there. And sure, you would like your guys to do a better job, I'm sure, of holding up those Mississippi State coverage unit members. But there's also a time when you need to go ahead and just take a fair catch, uh, especially when you take into account the field position that Alabama was set to inherit there. Uh, a little bit of a shaky stretch here for Kool-Aid. It's, it's something you're willing to trade off, though, because as we know, uh, the big play potential with him back there is certainly immense. But again, discretion sometimes the better part of valor. And in two of the last three games, Alabama's had some issues there with loose footballs in punt return situations. So as we move forward here in the first quarter, 746 left in the period. Scoreless game, Mississippi State football from its own 27-yard line. Alabama in a second and four in its big nickel package there with the three defensive linemen on the field to go along with the outside linebacker. Your inside linebackers, Trez Marshall and Jihad Campbell. No Deontay Lawson, so we'll run it here. Will Rogers at the quarterback position wants to run that quick game, which makes a lot of sense because Tulu Griffin was devastatingly effective against South Carolina a week ago, not just in terms of the vertical routes, but also getting this guy the ball in the quick game. But Malachi Moore, having none of it, comes up and makes the big hit on Tulu Griffin. Again, 256 receiving yards. You see Malachi beat the block there. He was pretty much keying that concept. And you had a deep defender with Alabama in more of a zone look to kind of protect the back end with Kool-Aid down there at the bottom. 
So if you had something in play from the state perspective, like maybe the screen and go, we'll see some of that where you fake the screen and then you'll try to hit the screener uh, on something vertical. Alabama was in good shape all the way around there. Malachi, once again, with a big play up around the line of scrimmage. So third and five now for Mississippi State as we run it. Rodgers against a five-man pass rush, and you got two inside linebackers working that A-gap, and it's going to be Trez Marshall that gets home. So Marshall in the pass rush, that's a concept we saw even back in the spring game, back in A-Day, where we saw the first inside linebacker through, as you'll see it here on the replay, as Marshall is circled there. Watch him. He'll shoot this gap, and then right behind him, you also have Jihad Campbell. Now, nice job here, too. To your left, Dallas Turner running the rail with the back because that looked like where Rodgers wanted to go with the football early. Alabama takes that away. You got numbers over here on the left side of the Mississippi State defensive line. You had the two interior defensive linemen for Alabama sort of slant to the right of the screen and in doing so attracted that attention, got those big guys moving that way, and then here come the two inside linebackers and it's Marshall who is able to finish on Will Rogers. Alabama on offense, 533 left in the first quarter. Got a play-action look here for Jalen Milrow. He's already taken a couple of sacks on that first series. Protection, not bad. He gets flushed a little bit. It is a five-man pressure for Mississippi State. And Jalen doesn't waste time, though. Just goes ahead and plays football. Has an opportunity to make a conversion there with his legs. And he's able to do it. And it also illustrated that without putting more of a safety defensive back type in that spy mode, guys like Jet Johnson, guys like Nathaniel Watson at the inside linebacker position for State were going to have a tough time running with Jalen Milrow. And we'll see that illustrated right here as well. You get the low shotgun snap from Seth McLaughlin. Jalen still wants to work something out to his left. Here comes Jet Johnson off the edge, the state inside linebacker. Kind of forces Jalen to pull the ball down, but in doing so, now you've got it set up in the middle of the field where it's almost like a quarterback draw. So there goes Jalen, and then once he splits the safety in the corner, you kind of know what's coming next. Kind of look like Derrick Henry back in 2015 with that long touchdown run against Mississippi State. Here it is again. Jalen going to pull it down, go into football mode. Not sure if Jace right there was supposed to go out and pick up Jet Johnson, but it worked out because, again, it freed up the middle of the field. Nathaniel Watson gets caught up in the wash. And then a state secondary that is lacking in terms of quality athletes, it seems, this time around, isn't able to prevent the dynamic run from Jalen Milrose. So state football now down seven to nothing with 401 left in the first quarter. Rogers trying to get his guys aligned. And I think this played into the hands of Alabama defensively in that you look at the play clock already down to three, snap it. Rogers wants the back here, but Jamarian Latham with a nice job getting his hands up and look at Chris Braswell dropping from the outside linebacker position right into his awaiting arms and there's a non-offensive touchdown for Alabama. And with everything that hasn't gone right for Alabama, really, when you look more at 
the offensive side of the ball and probably special teams. Here's the Crimson Tide with 237 left in the first quarter, leading on the road 14 to nothing. State now in a third and 11. And what you're going to see here is going to run the back out, motion the back out, which takes Jihad Campbell out with him. And this is, I'm going to guess, a lot of film work going back to last week in Ole Miss because when you get an empty against Alabama and you get the inside linebacker going with the back, the quarterback draw is likely coming. We saw Jackson Dart score on a similar play last week for Ole Miss, and here goes Will Rogers. Parts, it opens. Now, Jalen Key's going to come up, but at this point, Rodgers already has a full run of momentum, and he's going to be able to convert that first down, something Alabama's going to continue to see. It's tough to defend because you're in that pass rush mode. You're in pass defense, and we'll see some of this with the running backs, too, for Mississippi State, and we had seen it going back to Texas. Running when Alabama's in, especially its dime package personnel, or it is in pass rush mode, has been effective. And I think it's effective because defenses have become so package-oriented and situationally-oriented that you can go against the grain and run against sub-package personnel and concepts and be able to do some good things with the run game. First play of the second quarter, pistol look for Mississippi State. Woody Marks behind Will Rogers. And Rogers going to give it to him, and you get some good movement on Tim Keenan for the Mississippi State interior offensive line. You see Keenan get moved out of there. You look like you got a couple inside linebackers in the same gap. There's Campbell. There's Trez Marshall. At that point, you're in trouble. And Marks, even with that bad ankle, able to make a couple of cuts. Nice open field tackle by Caleb Downs. But important to note, that Mississippi State did, in fact, have a good bit of success on the ground against that Alabama defense. It wasn't all against dime personnel or running when Alabama thought that Mississippi State would be throwing. And give Marks a lot of credit, too. This is a guy that was beat up, had the ankle, and still performed at a pretty high level, even if his snap count was a little bit limited. So 14-3 to Alabama now with 12.36 to go in the second quarter. Some good stuff from the Alabama run game right here, too. This is a favorite of just about any college offense out there. Zone run. Look at Tyler Booker and get his situation taken care of. Roydell does a nice job of setting up some help that he's going to get from Elijah Pritchett in the game there at left tackle. Saw Pritchett once again working in and out with Caden Proctor at left tackle, but that's a nice job by... Roydell, as you'll see it again, Booker wins against Pickering right there. And then Roydell, with just that little bit of a shuffle cut, that allows for Pritchett to get into a good position against his guy. And now Roydell, after contact, he and Jace did a nice job, both as runners and receivers in the game Saturday night. Alabama now, a few plays later. Another first and 10. You got 12 personnel in the game. There is C.J. Dupree with Robbie Oots behind him. Milrow off play action. Pretty good protection right here. This is a four-man pass rush. You got a six-man protection with Roydell leaking out into the flat. 
Jalen's going to hold it a little bit. He thinks about going to Roydell there, but keeps his eyes up the field, and there he is, Malik Benson open on the deeper layer of the route tree and able to get Benson the football. And uh, Malik Benson, not a busy night for Alabama receivers catching the football, but when they had opportunities, they got the job done. Now, here is an absolute favorite I know for Alabama fans out there. Third and one from the Mississippi State, 28 and a half. Alabama needs a half yard to get to the 28 to move the sticks. Goes from the gun, and you got some leakage over there. Looked like maybe Kendrick Law was supposed to have that seal blocker to take care of that edge, and you get a free runner off the edge, and that really helped to blow it up. And Kendrick's reaction maybe speaks to that a little bit as well. So Alabama stuffed, has to settle for the field goal, and now Mississippi State back on offense once again, trying to get the football to Tulu Griffin, clearly State's top playmaker on the offensive side of the ball. Here is a kind of a double reverse, and it ends up with Griffin. Pretty good job by Alabama. Chris Braswell uh, maybe giving up leverage a little bit, but he's got help coming from the safety position and also the star position with Caleb Downs and Malachi Moore, so they're able to keep that to a minimal gain for Tulu Griffin. A little bit later, second and eight for State with 7.53 to go in the second quarter. Alabama in its dime package. This is, again, still a run-type situation for a lot of offenses, and you're going to see it here. Watch Jihad Campbell. He shoots through the gap, and Will Rogers is able to hold him just long enough, and now look what you got working right after the handoff. Alabama... Your two interior defensive linemen are accounted for by three guys. Braswell left to take on an edge set. Marks plants his foot, is able to make Trey Amos miss. Amos in man coverage, that's a little bit of a conflict for him. And there you see it again. See the interior there and watch this thing open up. Now Amos is trying to get off that wide receiver and keep that play back to the inside, keep leverage, and Jalen Keyes able to clean it up. But again, another illustration of how Mississippi State was able to get some things done in the run game. 7.15 left now in the second quarter. State on the move. This is a two-play sequence that I think sort of matched up and paid dividends for Mississippi State. You've got the slider coming across there with the tight end. Rodgers keeps off the fake and is able to hit the easy completion because you got Braswell inside, you got Trez Marshall inside, and you're able to get that easy throw and catch for a chunk play. Alabama in man coverage at the top, so that's running off that area, and those guys have to get off and come back and make some plays, and you see Downs trying to cover ground as well. So the very next snap, it's not the same formation, but it's similar action. Watch the tight end here. He'll slide across the formation. This is Mike right now in at quarterback. Fakes the zone give off the split zone action. Now he's going to keep. Now look at the two defenders thinking, oh, they just hit us with this guy out in the flat. So we got to account for him. Well, Alabama accounts for him with the linebacker and the safety, but he turns into a blocker and now you got a gap that he's able to hit here and get into the end zone quite easily. 
3.34 left in the second quarter now. Alabama football out near its own 44-yard line. Another third and one from the gun. Now watch Amari Nyblak. See him flinch just a little bit there on that left wing. They end up blowing it dead, which in retrospect might have been a break. I'd say it absolutely was a break for Alabama that Nye Black flinched because I don't think Jalen's getting there on this, on this quarterback zone kind of runoff tackle. So it's a five-yard penalty. Now Nye Black's in motion. Here comes the pressure. State's going to bring it. Six-man pressure. Look at McClellan. Pretty good job in the in the pickup. Pretty good job up front, and kudos to Jalen for hitting that back foot and staying in there because as we have seen through some games, and understandably so to an extent because he has been pressured on more than one occasion, we've seen him get off that back foot pretty quickly, bounce to the outside, and sort of go into backyard mode. He stays in there, hits that back foot, and then delivers a very nice ball to Amari Nyblack to convert a third and six created by Amari Nyblack with the false start. But again, in retrospect, uh, worked out to the advantage of Alabama there because that third and one I don't think was getting home. Fresh set of downs for Alabama now in a 17-10 to game here in the second quarter. Here comes Kendrick Law across the formation. You're in 12 personnel. Jalen's just going to give it. Now, look at this compression that the Alabama offensive line is able to get. That's what you like to see right there. Oot's doing a nice job on the backside. And look at this room now that McClellan has to make the cut after he presses the hole. He hits it, sets up another eight or nine yards with this cut right here, and then runs through the contact. Very nice job by the Alabama offensive line and also tight ends, and also Jace with some patience and simultaneous urgency, I guess you could say, at the same time. This, I think you could almost call the Jace McClellan drive in some ways. And I thought it was a defining drive in the game. Here's a straight zone run. Good job early by Dupree to help seal up the middle. Again, off that left side, you've got some room to work, and Jace slithers through there, and it's another eight-yard pickup. So Alabama really developing some rhythm now in the run game. It's a second and seven now, late in the first half. Milrow in the gun. Jace to his left. Snap is okay. Here comes four-man pressure, four-man pass rush from Mississippi State. This is a five-man protection in pretty good shape right here. Jalen's going to come back to his left. There's his back. Something we haven't always seen Jalen do this season, but he does it here quickly. Comes back quickly, comes down quickly to the back. And here's Jace again after the catch, after first contact, shredding through tacklers and setting up Alabama with that first and 10. You go right back to Jace McClellan. Next play is a run. This is a lot of Jace McClellan right here. And this is also some pushing of the pile that you like to see at the end too. Dahlcourt. McLaughlin, J.C. Latham, Tyler Booker. Watch Tyler Booker at the end of this run. I think Tyler enjoyed this, as you'll see here, as he's at the bottom of the pile. But, hey, still beating on that chest. Yeah, let's keep this thing going. And you kind of stick with it. Third and goal here. Out of the gun, short yardage. But you get good work right there in the interior, right off the right side there with Darian Dahlcourt in the center. C.J. Dupree, once again, very central in all this from the tight end position. 
And it's a pretty easy touchdown walk-in for Jace McClellan. And, oh, yeah, it's not halftime, but we're already seeing the dreaded surrender Cobra from some of the Mississippi State faithful. I thought, again, that was really a defining drive. And if that wasn't the defining sequence, well, this sequence, when you combine Jace's touchdown with what happens next, certainly was. Rodgers back to pass. He wants to work an in-breaking route right in the middle of the field. You see the tight end clears Jihad Campbell initially, but this is really as much a poorly placed ball by Rodgers, who has obviously had his problems against Alabama throughout the year. Uh, Credit to Jihad for being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, yeah, more pain for those Mississippi State fans as Jihad Campbell late in the first half. You'll see it. This ball's inside, and so is Jihad Campbell, and that's not a good place to be. Maybe maybe Rodgers was thinking his guy was going to hook it up, but you see right behind Jihad Campbell, Alabama in the middle of the field coverage with Jalen Key, the safety there, uh, supporting Jihad Campbell on that play. Once again, Malachi Moore in the middle of the field, Jalen Key in the middle of the field, tight end clears momentarily. Jihad Campbell, but this ball is behind and late, and Jihad Campbell is more than happy to take advantage of it. 51 seconds to go now in the first half after that Jihad Campbell interception, and Jalen Milrow with his back offset to the right. And once again, here comes the heat, although Mississippi State drops one out. Nice job by Elijah Pritchett in the back picking up Nathaniel Watson, the state inside linebacker, coming off the right of that state defense. And Jalen with a very nice ball in the middle of the field to Isaiah Bond, who catches it on the run, and he is being chased at this point by Marcus Banks, the former Alabama defensive back. South Carolina really hurt state last week with the crossers, probably more so the shallow cross to Xavier Leggett, who just lit stayed up that way, but it was good to see Bond get involved. Protection good. Jalen obviously feeling confident and Isaiah Bond with a nice route to hit for a chunk play. One of seven catches by Alabama receivers of 17 yards or more. Alabama only had 10 completions. So as we talked about on instant analysis late night, that's a ratio you can certainly live with. So first and goal for Alabama now. Jalen initially looking up to his right. If he lets it go right now, maybe he can hit the the hook to Burton. He decides the better of it. He's not going to throw another interception in the end zone. Breaks the pocket. And now he's got a situation with a spy technique with seven. But he's able to win pretty easily there. And again, as I said earlier, Watson and Johnson for Mississippi State, really good players between the tackles, but if you ask these guys to make plays outside the hash marks, they're probably going to be a little bit late. That's the case there. As Jalen is able to get in, here you see it once again, decides early to go ahead and make a play with his legs. And seven is actually Sean Preston. That's Shaz Preston's, the Alabama wide receiver's brother, who can't quite get there in that sort of spy mode. And Jalen is able to get into the end zone before that ball comes out. Crushing score for Mississippi State as Alabama takes the 31-10 lead late in the first half. Now, if there's something that Nick Saban's going to have to 
sort of pick at coming out of this game, it'll probably be kickoff coverage because as we'll see here, Xavier and Thomas for state on the return and Alabama's in pretty good shape. Looks like Q Robinson's going to make the tackle right there. If he doesn't, maybe it's Jalen Hale, but look at 19 for Alabama Kendrick law inside. You'll also see over here to the right, Christian Story maybe getting held a little bit. And now you've got Xavier and Thomas working the perimeter. Pretty nice job, though, coming up here by true freshman running back Justice Haynes to keep that thing limited to inside the 30-yard line. Now, State on offense, and here comes those perimeter runs, something that State obviously looked to attack and did so with a pretty good bit of success, Alabama's inside linebackers, it was a bit of a struggle without Deontay Lawson at times to get out there and make some plays. There you see Trez Marshall on the hash mark. Maybe a hold on Trez, but he's not able to sort of work through the wash, he and Jihad Campbell, and now you got marks into the secondary where Caleb Downs has to make the tackle. So combination of things that I'm sure Alabama will look to clean up on those outside zones this week because – I think it's pretty likely that Texas A&M is going to watch this film and say, hey, we got to work some of these outside zones into what we're going to do this week as they go to it again with success. A little bit of a kick out there on Chris Braswell. You get the guys sealed to the inside. Kendrick Blackshire in there at inside linebacker trying to get through the wash. Same for Jihad Campbell. It's not going to happen. And, you know, this is where you feel good about your secondary defenders coming up and supporting this, but you get a couple of missed tackles, one there by Caleb Downs, another by Malachi Moore right there. And credit to Justin Aboigby hustling behind the play. This goes for a touchdown on this play. If Aboigby isn't hustling and makes a nice stop down at the Alabama five, you see it once again, Braswell early kicked out, taking care of business against Blackshire. There's the miss by Downs, miss by Malachi, and then a Boigby hustling to make the stop down there on a drive that Mississippi State would finish early in the third quarter in the end zone. So now you're in a 31-17 game, two-score game again, midway through the third quarter. Jalen going to work some play action. Five-man protection. This looks pretty good against a four-man pass rush. Really good to see Jalen take that step up into the pocket because we didn't see that as much, especially in the first half last week against Ole Miss. And he's got Jace early if he wants him, but he chooses once again that over route to Amari Nyblack, who pays it off by going up and making a very nice grab. Here again, you see the pass protection. Guys have got their guys. You got a double on the two interior guys, tackles. Actually, Dahlcourt had pulled out and came around to pick up the edge there on the right and you see McClellan out in the flat early Jalen though wanted that over route to Amari Nyblack and the athletic second year tight end goes up and makes a very nice grab so third and 11 now for Alabama with 650 left in the third quarter five-man protection once again pretty good shape here Jalen gonna move up into the pocket initially He's got Benson crossing here, but again, this is third and 11, so trying to make a play to move the sticks. I don't know if this is something you'd recommend to most quarterbacks, but Jalen takes his shot here and goes to his guy, Nyblack, again, 
late in a back across his body into the middle of the field. Nyblack makes the catch, takes a couple of big hits, but hangs on, and it's another third down conversion. You see it again. Nice job right there. Seth McLaughlin on Pickering on that game that they sort of traded off. That's been problematic for Alabama, but they do a nice job. Give Jalen enough time to move up into the pocket, and you're thinking maybe he runs right here, but there's Jet Johnson, the Mississippi State inside linebacker. Jalen, woo, works out. Nye Black with a nice grab and a first down. First and 10 for Alabama a little bit later, now at the Mississippi State 31-yard line. Five-man protection again, pretty good shape initially. I like this from Jalen because it shows growth to me. Um, He took the early guy. Uh, Go get five yards. There's nothing wrong with five yards on first down. So he goes down to Kendrick Law, who gets the five-yard pickup. And again, for what we've seen from Jalen in his previous starts, that's, uh, that's progress, in my opinion, to see him quickly get it down to Kendrick Law for a positive pickup. And this is for the anti-shotgun in short yardage situation, folks. And there's more than a few, I know. Um, third and one, just in case you were wondering, Alabama with Jalen Milrow does have the sneak in the package. It's not just a Ty Simpson thing. Uh, Jalen Milrow here easily going to convert a third and short in the third quarter via under center. So Alabama now in another third down situation sends Jace McClellan out of the backfield in motion. And here comes state again. And this is a tough spot for Darian Dahlcourt, the right guard, as you can see right now, he's got one Mississippi state inside linebacker. He's helping out on with center Seth McLaughlin. And there's another one coming right behind it. Kind of like the sack by Trez Marshall earlier for Alabama with Jihad Campbell also coming. Here comes Nathaniel Watson. Dahlcourt tries to get there, uh, but the pressure is going to push Jalen up a little bit, and the numbers dictate that you just don't have time in that situation. So if it wasn't one of those inside linebackers, it was going to be the other, and it's a sack of Jalen Milrow here in the third quarter. Early in the fourth quarter, 13-22 left in the game. Will Rogers at quarterback for Mississippi State. Third and 10 for the Bulldogs. They've got a bunch formation here on the hash mark. And what we saw earlier with Will Rogers on a third and long, and he motioned the back out and hit the quarterback draw for a first down. Similar concept here, except Jalen Key is coming from the safety position off the right edge of the Alabama defense. The guys inside maintain their gaps well enough. And Key's pressure is able to push Rodgers up and result in a tackle for loss on a third and long. So now you're going to play fourth and 11. Alabama is in its dime package here because you got Trey Amos at this corner at the bottom of the screen. You see Terry and Arnold inside at the star position. Caleb Downs looks like he's in the money here to go along with Jalen Key and Malachi Moore as your two high safeties. Middle of the field there, you see Jihad Campbell. You got your pass rush guys on the field, and then you turn it loose in an obvious passing situation. And some good coverage on the back end, really as much as anything, allows for Dallas Turner to get there, although He was certainly in route. It wasn't going to take him long to make that play. Dallas Turner continues his very, very effective play of late. 
They show it again here on the broadcast, a little bit of a wider look at what's going on in the secondary as the play develops. And Turner does a nice job. The Alabama pass rush does a good job of staying in their lanes, very disciplined. And if you're Rodgers right here, maybe at about the Alabama 46 right here where you've got the state, I think that's Thomas breaking in. You've got to hit that throw probably right there, or you're checking it down and hoping a guy can get it after the catch. Uh, but as you can see, when that throw needs to be made, requires some time, and Dallas Turner is able to get there before Rodgers can get the football out on fourth down. So Alabama football, first and 10, up 17 now with 12.33 left in the game. Pistol formation, that's Roy Dell. And here's something I haven't seen anyway. How about some jet sweep action to the tight end? Amari Nyblack comes across on the jet. Unfortunately, you've got a hard-charging Mississippi State defender here on the hash mark, and Robbie Oots tries to get there. I don't know if it was a hold, but as we talked about before in space in that spot, and especially on that side of the field, there's a good chance you'll draw the penalty. I mean, the rep that throws the flag is standing right in front of Zach Arnett. So you know he's getting an earful. And you did see Oots's hands kind of come outside a little bit there, and it happens very quickly. So ends up going for a penalty to negate that pickup for Nyblack on the tight end jet from the Alabama offense. First and 10 for Alabama now from the Mississippi State 21. Here comes some more pressure from State. They drop a couple guys out of it, though. It ends up being a simulated pressure with four pass rushers and those two defenders dropping. Jalen's going to take a shot here. Nice protection from his guys. He's going to go with the slot fade to Amari Nyblack. So we've seen a jet now to Amari Nyblack, and now we're going to see a slot fade to Amari Nyblack. And how about Amari Nyblack trying to go Tyrone Prothrow here? Yeah, against Sean Preston. It's a heck of a catch, and I really thought in real time at least a review of that, right? Don't you have to at least review that? Uh, but the Prothrow 2-0 goes for not against another Mississippi school. This time, Mississippi State instead of Southern Miss like Tyrone pulled off all those years ago. So Alabama now in a third and six with a little more than 10 minutes to go in a 17-point game. This is another one that I didn't get. Now watch the Mississippi State edge defender here on about the 17-yard line. Watch this. Any in there first before Caden goes? Caden, I thought, did what he was coached to do. Maybe did it too well. And as it turns out, though, it is Alabama and Caden Proctor that's called for the false start on a third and six. So instead of third and one, now you're playing third and 11. Saban's not happy about it. Look at that. But this is the official on the other side. So, of course, he's going to say, hey, coach, I'm on the other side. That's not my call. And he's very, very happy at that point that it wasn't his call. So now you are in third and 11 from the Mississippi State 22. 11 personnel, got them spread out pretty good here with C.J. Dupree flexed out into the slot. Milrow going to take it, three-man pass rush. Protection pretty good, and here he comes down again. I love it. Comes down to Jace McClellan. Okay, you're not going to get the first down, but you know what? You've got the best kicker in all of college football. You're up 17, and it's the fourth quarter. So go ahead, check it down to your back. Preserve the points. 
know that Will Reichert is going to cash in on essentially 95% of his attempts inside 50 yards, and Alabama does that. And also, by the way, it's not the worst thing that you're about to put this defense back out on the field in a 23-point game because Will Rogers, at this point, there's no hanging on to the football. He's got to take some shots. Alabama understands that. And this is a shanked arm punt. It's not even an arm punt. And Caleb Downs with the easy pick there for the Alabama defense. And speaking of Will Reichard, this is a uh, Will Reichard appreciation clip because this is 48 yards out and this is on a string. I mean, you can't split them as well as Will did there. And I know when you think about the next level and you think about the success he's had at Alabama and folks are going to ask the question, is he an NFL kicker? I think it's tight whether or not he can stick in the NFL, not because he's inaccurate, because he's absolutely accurate. But you've got guys, if I've watched games today, you know, 53 yarders, they're hitting halfway up the net right down the middle. So there's only so many jobs in the world for what Will Riker does at the highest level. He kind of reminds me, I've said this before, of Rodrigo Blankenship of Georgia, who was very accurate in his own right at UGA. Ultimately, though, it's going to come down to can you make those kicks from 56, 58? Because we see guys in NFL make them every week from 55 plus like they're extra points. You know, these guys make 58 yarders and it's not like they're kicking these low line drives to, to give them enough juice to get there. But just wanted to give some love once again to Will Reichert after his latest stellar performance. And speaking of Alabama kickers, Alabama going to kick it off here with 6.08 left in the game. Here comes Connor Talty, the true freshman kicker for Alabama. You know, if you're Talty in that situation, first thing you're probably thinking of is don't kick the ball out of bounds. Because if you kick the ball out of bounds here, you know who's going to greet you as soon as you come over to the sideline? The head coach, who you've probably had three total interactions with since you committed before you signed with Alabama. So you don't want that in this spot. So the kick a little bit short, Alabama with some different guys on the coverage unit, still got some of their primary guys out there. You see Q Robinson, you see Ja'Cory Brooks, you see Kendrick Law. Uh, you also have got Tony Mitchell, the true freshman out there. Jake Pope, he gets caught inside a little bit. There goes the edge. Now you've got guys in chase mode. And watch Connor Talty right here flashing your screen. Number 31 with the form tackle to keep that thing from going for bigger yards than it already did. This is cool, too, over there on the sideline. How about that? You got the 231s together. I don't think, though, most people had number 31 Talty making a tackle in his Alabama career before number 31 Keon Keeley, the five-star edge defender. But plenty to come. Uh, for Keon Keeley, hopefully not that many for Talty in his Alabama career. James Burnett coming over like, man, it's pretty nice. Kool-Aid with his approval. Uh, that's the good feeling if you're a true freshman and especially a true freshman specialist, because as a specialist, it's already hard enough to get love of any kind. But to get it as a true freshman, this is funny too. watch Talty here. Nice tackle on Xavier Thomas, but watch Nick Saban. Nick Saban's not as impressed. He's more ticked that they gave up the edge. Look at him. What are we doing? Giving up the edge. 
So now with the game well in hand for Alabama, you've got your second OL out there with James Brockermeyer at center, Jaden Roberts at right guard, Miles McVeigh at right tackle, Olas Alinen at left guard, and Elijah Pritchett, who we had seen throughout the game at left tackle in there too, to go along with Miles Kitzelman at tight end, Danny Lewis in there at tight end, and Justice Haynes at the running back position. This is some good work by this second OL that we're going to see here. Straight zone give to Justice. He makes his cut. Left side doing a good job there. Really everybody in unison. Danny Lewis, look at Miles Kitzelman. They got their guys. McVeigh walling off that right side, and Justice is able to hit it. And it's an explosive run for the twos in the Alabama run game. Watch Jaden Roberts here at the end of the play. He's fun to watch. He's going to clean this pile up. Look at big Jaden. <laughs> so there you go. There is the latest second watch on the YouTube and podcast homes for BamaOnline.com. Travis Ryder, thanking you once again for joining us here on the program. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, at BOL on YouTube, we certainly hope you will do so. Check out our podcast, too. Wherever you subscribe to podcasts, you're going to find the Bama Online podcast. And, of course, primarily you want to be with us right there at BamaOnline.com, the roundtable, our premium message board. That's where you're going to find out first everything you want to know about the Crimson Tide. Thanks again. Until next time. So long, everybody. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.